0: Welcome to the PowerCast with Charlie Johnson. I'm one of the world's leading fitness and transformation coaches. I'm going to be providing you with the tools to build your ultimate body and mind. So, absolute pleasure today. I've got my main man, Jeremy, head of CJ coaching, coaching arm, I guess I call that, um, Your today. So, thank you very much.
1: My pleasure, mate. Always a pleasure to be on the, uh, on the podcast. And uh, I was actually thinking the other day that we were probably do another one. It so has been I was been withdrawal symptoms.
0: And I, but that is mainly my fault, to be fair, because I've had to reschedule it a few times. Um, <laughs> so I, I accept full responsibility for that. So uh, on today's episode, we're going to discuss um, <laughs> we're going to discuss Christmas, New Year, festive period, and some tactics in terms of what you should do if you're feeling a little bit anxious with that, and how you should generally like deal with it. And our maybe different approaches and the way we work with clients. Um, so I'll let, hand it over to you, Jeremy, and see what you think first in terms of maybe some of the common like, challenges people face and maybe the issues, then we can maybe have a chat from there in terms of how we will help them.
1: Yeah, 100%. So obviously the main, I think, um, thing that people will be anxious about, um, particularly a lot of the clients that I've been speaking to recently, is being able to, to follow the plans that, that we give them. And obviously, most of the time, people can't go and train over the festive period because most gyms are closed, understandably. And also they're worried about, yeah, being able to stick to to the food and within their calorie restrictions and stuff. My first thing that I always tell them is that, look, if we sort of plan for it in advance, so do stuff to like a contingency plan beforehand and then afterwards, and then for most of the people that we coach anyways, they're in it for the long haul, you know, it's lifestyle habit changes. So unless you're a, a physique competitor getting ready for a show or a photo shoot or you've got a specific deadline you're aiming for, um, these moments still need to be enjoyed and cherished and you still need to live your life um, regardless of what you're doing fitness-wise, I think.
0: I agree. And I like, you need to take into context the reality that Christmas and New Year and all these pieces are only a couple of days out of 365 throughout the year. So realistically if you let your hair down a little bit like i'm the worst person in the world world for this like i've just got back from dubai and i was supposed to have a week of just like chilling out not working and not really doing like much yeah. and just because my like nature and personality that didn't really happen like, i was up doing an hour's cardio on my 30th birthday because it's just that's what i like doing and in all honesty i'm probably a bit of a control freak and i like having routines so for me like being told you can do whatever you want or relax um, doesn't do me any good and almost mind fucks me a little bit. So, I personally prefer to have a structured approach with everything. And even in terms of food, I'd be fairly structured within reason. So, I'll like have maybe like an 80 20 approach within like the festive period or things like my birthday. I'll probably just eat a lot more. And if I want to have a bit of like junky food or some snacks here and there uh, or a drink or two, then I will do. But most of the time, I'll just keep it to like decent quality food, but probably in higher quantities.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm exactly the same. Literally, if I'm left to my own devices with no plan or no structure, i just go completely AWOL. I, I thrive on doing the same thing every day at, every, at the same time, all the time.
0: Yeah, it's just that routine that brings results though, essentially, because you can control the variables then.
1: Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm much happier when that's not something that I have to think about. There's enough stuff to think about during the day without adding that extra stress.
0: And again, that's, that's, what funny enough comes back to like talking about this isn't a pitch to selling one in terms of coaching, but like the benefits of having coaching from someone, either myself or Jeremy or whoever it may well, may, may well be like you don't, it's one of the best thing you have to think about. Like last thing I need is more stress and me like being self-conscious on my appearance. Cause I'm pretty hardcore in terms of body dysmorphia anyway, of being like overly critical with myself. I'm much better letting someone outside of my own headspace Give me some guidance, and then I'll interpret that how I feel fit for myself, and then move forward from there. So, like for myself, I have coaching for every aspect of my life and external accountability because I feel that is the the key to results and to progressing. And I know, like, obviously, I helped you recently with a couple of photo shoots. We like obviously we did one together, and you did the one with uh, Max Max uh, down at Warehouse. And I think just having someone to bounce ideas off, like both of us are very intelligent trainers, but. It's having someone outside your own headspace has a huge amount of value to keeping you on track and consistent for the longer run.
1: Yeah, 100%. And one thing that I always say is it's a lot easier to let yourself down than it is to let someone else down. Oh, That's yeah. Ultimately,
0: like, you, you don't want to look like a dick and be like, oh, I haven't done my – I've done no cardio, I haven't stuck to diet, and I have done no training, and I've made no progress because – Ultimately, human beings by nature don't want to let other people down. We want to impress people, and particularly if, like your coach, whoever it is, is someone you look up to, which probably you probably do if it's someone you work with, and you're yeah, yeah. paying them money. Then, like you're not going to want to let them down and look bad. Uh, so, in that respect, again, I think that's why it's so important in terms of having accountability, in particular through this festive period. Like my approach um, with what I've said to everyone is basic, like like certain people and their personalities will like we'll need different things so for example i've like we've both said that like you and me like to have more of a structured approach but um something i really liked which andy galpin gave the analogy of was like with diets you have uh, either you have like the baker approach or the cook approach so a cook for example will um he'll throw a bit of salt in something taste it yeah that's fine throw a bit more pepper in it whatever there's no like specific Specifics is more yeah. of a general approach, whereas with a baker, everything has to be weighed to the gram and precise. So, some clients will want to be on plan 100 through this period. Some others, like maybe yourself and me, would be like, "Okay, um, just do do what you want within reason. Stick mainly on plan. If you want to have the odd treat here or there, like you and me can both deal with that." And that's probably the best way for probably most people. But some people are very much all or nothing and just want to be full on, which. Is great. And again, that comes down to doing what works best for you as personal, uh, personal, uh, sorry, personal to your personality, because every single person is unique and different.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. I I think you, you touched on the the perfect point there and it's like kind of being able to, to have the flexibility, but it's just about self-control really. Yeah. The the day, I think so. And I find this extremely hard still till this day. So, um, Now that I don't have any reason to stay lean, and it's only because I want to, um, it's incredibly difficult to try and control some of the cravings I've had. I've relaxed my diet a little bit, and I've been indulging in the odd mince pie and shortbread here and there. Um, But it will literally be just like one mince pie after dinner, and then maybe like three biscuits in the afternoon, and then I'll call it a day there. And then... Doing stuff like that, realistically, makes zero difference to your progress. But where it could make a bit of an issue is if you don't stop yourself. Like I could easily demolish the whole pack of selection biscuits that I bought (laughs) in one sitting. But it's just about being sensible and being an adult about these things. It's like when you, you feel like you need to go back for seconds when you're at a buffet, like, oh, realistically, Guilty. do you need the second portion or are you just doing it because there's a load of food there?
0: That That, that is one thing that I am incredibly, like I'm naturally a gannet and an incredibly greedy yeah. person when it comes to food. So I actually, I now have a tactic when I'm trying to stay lean on holiday. And one of them is at the buffet, you're only allowed one plate because that plate gets pretty full. There's a lot of stuff that's <laughs> on that plate, but you're not allowed to return to the buffet table. You must, you must, you must stick to the one plate rule. Um, so that, that is a big tip. And actually, I'll tell you what else has been, like the week I had in Dubai last week was amazing. One of the best weeks of my life. I just trained like loads, um, ate like an animal and did some cool stuff over there. But I...
1: It looked epic. It looked like you did loads for that week.
0: Mate, it was flat out. Um, one of the coolest things I did was uh, ski Dubai, to be fair. That was awesome. So I'd highly recommend that to anyone.
1: Uh, I didn't even realize that was an option over there. You really can do anything you want oh. over there. They're
0: building another ski, uh, indoor ski slope that is three times the size. It's a kilometer and a half long indoors in the desert. Jesus. Pretty dope. But in terms of like managing, like plowing food down like a trooper, so for me, like during this festive period, I'm going to, like Christmas Day, I'll probably go to town a fair bit. I've got a few meals out. But are similar to yourself. I want to try and keep myself in condition for the next year. So what I'm going to do is I will keep my cardio high and activity higher which yep. is funny enough what I did in Dubai. So I was doing uh, cardio every morning, which was actually a lot more than I was doing at home. And my activity was a lot higher anyway. So I was getting away with uh, eating a lot more food. And I've come back and I've put on no weight really. I'm probably a little bit softer, but a of that's water retention. And yeah. the two other things I did, which were quite interesting, were uh, fasting. And I fasted for 24 hours on the way out there and the way back, which I've never really fasted that, for that long before. And I have to say, it worked phenomenally well uh, when traveling. So I've got a lot of long haul flights coming up in the next few months. So again, that'd be something I'll be looking to implement.
1: Oh, brilliant, that's quite interesting. So, at what point do you start fasting then throughout the day? Do you okay. do it just come up morning to?
0: I'll, I'll give you a breakdown. So the way the way back, for example, um, I was like, I have a one last crack at the buffet table for breakfast, and like, Standard. Uh, yeah, it went. Pre- the, the one plate rule went out the window a little bit.
1: It's hard for breakfast though. That's the best. You no,
0: know, you're not eating for 24 hours. So I was like, I'm going in Fuck this <laughs> like,
1: it's my birthday.
0: I was like, you only live once. YOLO. Don't listen to this. Yeah. Um, I had one meal at breakfast. Yeah, what we say not all we do. <laughs> yeah. I still have abs. Um, I had, um, one meal, at eight thirty. I did do an hour's cardio. Then I had breakfast, which was probably pretty large in terms of calories. It would have been 2000 calories probably. And that That's probably eight a. M. eight thirty AM. And then um I then didn't eat until the next day in UK time, which was nine AM. So basically my flight was like at one o'clock. So I literally sat on the plane for seven, eight hours, got to the UK at six thirty, didn't have dinner and went to bed and then woke up the next morning and that was it. So it's not it wasn't that hard to be fair. Oh nice one. And on the way out, I did a similar thing, just didn't have breakfast, got on a plane. Um and then I had, had dinner when I got there. So obviously I'd fasted overnight being asleep. So again, yeah, yeah. another 24 hours, easy peasy. Oh, brilliant. Um, so like fasting is something I think I'm a big becoming kind of a big advocate of. But I naturally like eating. So unless I have a reason, like a flight, where I want to avoid eating, I would probably shock to do it at home.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, um, and again, I, I do have a couple of clients who who like the sort of intermittent fasting approach where, especially if you're super busy, it's not always viable to stop every so often to have your meals. So they'll try and pack it all in within like an eight-hour period, which I think when you're dieting is fine because there's not that many calories you actually need to fit within that eight-hour window. But depending on people's goals and digestion, it's not always a viable option. But
0: 100%. The only thing I would say that I... I have against intermittent fasting, and I, I'm not great for this. As so when I landed in Dubai, I hadn't eaten for 24 hours. I was tired from travelling. We then went for Lebanese, and I ate a lot of food again. And then I had like heartburn. I like would not believe uh, from eating so much food in one hit. So be wary, guys, uh, of intermittent fasting. See, I, in my opinion, a lot of people tend to lead to overeating in one hit. So that's
1: yeah, I'm aware of. Yeah. Again, I think that all uh, that that leads to me being able to highlight to people about if you do want to indulge in stuff, you have to just exert some self control and don't don't let your stomach dictate everything that you want to eat. Remember that you do still have a goal at the end of the day. As much as you want to enjoy the festive period, which you can, it just means that you don't have to treat it like an all-you-can-eat. Contest for for one day, and uh, still eat the foods that you like and the foods that are on offer, and spend time with with your family and stuff. But just be be sensible about it. The
0: um, talk about all we can eat contests. <laughs> I've got an upcoming Christmas Day contest that's going to be going on between myself, Mike Reed, aka Built by Fitness, and Chris Spearman, who's always coming to my house on Christmas Day now. And oh, it's nice. a world record attempt at eating Ferrero Rocher's in a minute. So keep posting people on uh, on social media because you will see a lot of Ferrero Rocher's getting eaten.
1: My, my money's on you already, mate.
0: <laughs> I, Mike does eat incredibly quickly, but my competitive nature, I can't see myself losing. There's no way Chris will win. Not a fucking <laughs> so, uh, he, he's, he, he might as well be a spectator. He can unwrap them for me. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's gonna be an interesting one back to the topic of obviously managing christmas so a couple of things obviously people are going to be having a drink and enjoying themselves in that respect so there's a couple of things in terms from a supplement point of view that i would highly recommend will help you to avoid any hangovers and help you to feel better in terms of the next day or two And firstly, before you go out drinking, would be take some sort of electrolyte supplement. Uh, The one from supplement needs is very, very good. Make sure you uh, salt all your food very heavily that day because you tend to get dehydrated and lose electrolytes from alcohol. Um, The other thing I'd recommend taking is glutathione, which is the most powerful antioxidant pretty much out there, which gets depleted when you drink alcohol as well. And then when you get in before going to bed, again I'll take electrolytes again, and then something called activated charcoal, uh, which, funny enough, I've had a few times when I've had food poisoning in Thailand, uh, which is basically designed to sort of like mop up and clean up your stomach. So uh, it basically absorbs stomach acid. Uh, sorry, stomach acids, all the alcohol and crap and the poison from all that. Well, alcohol is essentially poison, um, so it'll help pass that through you faster then you can be fit, healthy, and back to life, hopefully sooner. So that would be my tips in terms of from an alcohol point of view. In terms of food, one thing I've already led to potentially if after Christmas Day and Boxing Day, you are struggling with being very bloated, which I can foresee will be on the horizon, I would just recommend doing cardio and also fasting would be two options that work very well just to give your stomach a bit of a break. Um, Is there anything you'd recommend alongside that,
1: Jeremy? Yeah, so... It goes perfectly hand in hand, actually, and that's hydration. Obviously, you touched on the point that you get extremely dehydrated when you tend to overly drink alcohol. So making sure you stay on top of your hydration before you start drinking and particularly afterwards, along with the added salt and the electrolytes and the supplements that that you mentioned will really, really help um, get you back in tip-top shape. And the more you drink, the fuller you feel as well. So again, that will stop you... Overindulging and overeating.
0: 100. It's just being aware and just like chew your food properly. Try not to eat too quickly. Don't shovel Gillian chocolate down with a shovel <laughs> as fast as you can, um, because like that is the sort of thing which is going to lead to issues. So those would probably be my main top tips. Also, just generally stay active. So if you like, something I plan on trying to do on Christmas Day, like ideally I'd like to train, but I don't think I'll get away with that. <laughs> I am going to be going. Probably-
1: early, you guys.
0: Mate, I did actually think about going to Pure Gym and Epsom at like 6am and just like, I don't know, doing some st- stupid like arms. If anyone wants to do, do that Pure Gym and Epsom, hit me up. I might just do, I don't know, I just feel like doing something, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, 100%. I 10. might actually do that.
0: I'm doing legs Christmas Eve to create a bit of a dent into it and then I might, I might go and just do arms like really early in the morning before anyone else have up.
1: I have been before to um, Genesis Gym. Yeah. Uh, they're open on Christmas Day.
0: Oh, there's quite a few gyms that are open, but it's just, um, if I can slope off to go, if that makes sense. Again.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I, I, I already know for a fact I'm not going to be able to pull that one off. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I've already been told. Yeah.
0: I, I, I'm not, I'm gonna, you're picking my battles with that one. I think that one. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. That, mate. that one's a battle. I'm going to have to concede in the war of how often I can go to the gym. So I might yeah. have to let Christmas Day go on that one.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, so um, The other thing that I plan to do on Christmas Day, to be fair, is go for a walk, uh, particularly after Christmas lunch, uh, to get get the food moving and get some steps in, some calorie expenditure. And the whole family's coming with, and so is the dog. So you get the best of both. You get to help that food move around, expend some calories, and spend some time with family.
0: 100% 100 agree with that. And coming obviously to the new year and to 2020, I think like people should use this time to reflect very much on whether they've achieved their goals for this year or if you haven't, and if you haven't achieved your goals, the reason why for that. So be accountable to yourself and really be critical. If, you're, if you can't be accountable to yourself, get someone to be accountable to for 2020 because that's the fastest way for you to get results is to have someone for you essentially to answer to and to guide you on your journey, whether it's to build a business or to build a great physique, that is the way to the ultimate success. And that's why personally I have mentors in pretty much every aspect of my life to try and acquire knowledge as fast as I can and to also to try and improve as fast as I can. So um, that would be my closing thoughts. Have you got any tips for anyone for coming into 2020, Jeremy?
1: Mate, I, I totally agree with what you said, to be fair. And I think the way that people need to look at it is, is obviously there's a massive ego thing in asking someone for help. And a lot of, I think a lot of anything in life, anyone can do if they put their mind to it and they do the research and this, that, the other, but it'll probably take you 10 times as long, which is one of the same reasons why we go to school or we do apprenticeships or we go to uni or whatever it is, is to learn. Because if we were to try and do it by ourselves, it would take us way, way, way too long because you, you specifically go to the people who have got the know-how already and who are there specifically. To teach you how to do it and it's the same with hiring coaches and people to help you with your goals. Um, I think not enough people kind of see it in that way and as you said trying to reflect and be critical of yourself and looking back to see whether you did manage to achieve your goals and if you did that's great and then look at all the positives and do more of that but if you didn't look at why because if you don't then you're never going to know what's holding you back and then you're never going to be able to progress because you'll be doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, 100% agree with that. So we'll wrap that up there, guys. So that was a
0: hopefully inspiring episode, Christmas themed. Um, I've got plenty of Christmas content coming out in the next few days. So I hope everyone has an absolutely amazing Christmas. I know Jeremy will do. He's going to be eating, sleeping, what sort of passes out, and there'll be Ferrero Rocher competitions uh, coming all over social media. Me trying to eat as many as I can. Don't recommend this at <laughs> home, kids. If anyone dies, I take no responsibility with (laughs) a smile on (laughs) your face I'm quite happy with a full stomach (laughs) Um, uh, so I hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas and we will be looking forward to working with lots of you coming into 2020 so if there's anything myself or Jeremy can help with please drop uh, either of us a message send an email through to myself at charlie at charliejohnsonfitness.com or hit us up on social medias um, and we hope you all have a wonderful Christmas and New Year
1: yes indeed